0: In this episode, we talk all about emotions, that it's okay to have them no matter what they are, that you can work with them to create a good life, and that you will inevitably slip even when you think you've mastered them, especially anger. We are human, we have emotions, it's all good. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Discover Yourself Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Kampmeyer, and on this show, we're dedicated to helping you discover the real you. If you're ready to find out who you are deep down and live a truly authentic life, keep listening. And don't forget, we're in this together. Today's topic is... So perfect for everything that's been going on in my life lately, so I'm excited to dive in uh, because it's about emotions, and I've been having some today, as we humans do. I've had every desire to sit down and record this podcast this morning, mostly because I have to, because it's Wednesday, so tomorrow is Thursday and this has to come out. But uh, birds are chirping. I have like five loads of laundry to do. My dog is like rolling around to get comfortable. Sirens are blaring. The planes are flying. Uh, not necessarily all right now, but this has all been happening this morning. So trying to be patient and gentle with myself and, you know, take me, let the day take me where it goes. But I would like to get this done, so we are going to start. <laughs> so I apologize or anything you might hear in the background, but here we go. So emotions, y'all. That's what we are talking about today. And if this is your first time tuning in, buckle up, because this one is going to cover some of my old trauma. So I should preface this with, I hope my parents aren't listening. (laughs) But if they are, maybe this will open up a dialogue about the past. Who knows? If not, that's okay. It's all good. It's something I've got to work on myself. So yeah, emotions. (laughs) We all have them. We have good ones. We have bad ones. We have pretty neutral ones. And a lot of us have many problems when it comes to them. Either we don't know how to handle them or we think we shouldn't have them in the first place. I know I'm part of the like spiritual Zen community, and in order to be Zen or spiritual, it seems like we're not supposed to have any emotions, especially things like anger, frustration, irritation, jealousy, or sadness. But that's just categorically untrue. I don't know about you, but I found that the more that I stuff those emotions down and pretend like they don't exist in the name of being calm when I'm not even close to feeling like it, the worse things get. I end up more angry, frustrated, irritated, jealous, and sad. As human beings, we literally have to let these emotions out somehow, and we're going to have them. But How do we let them out? Some of us don't have the language to do so or the necessary experience to release them in a healthy way. And this is where my old trauma comes in. And I'm thinking maybe I want to do an episode about trauma in general. It's something I was talking to my human design coach about because it's not always what we think it looks like. There are times where trauma in our brains seems like it should be bigger than what we've experienced, but there are all kinds. So, anyway. My old trauma deals with my perspective from when I was growing up. Perhaps my parents see this in a different way, so I'm going to try to word this very carefully. And I've wondered if maybe my brain doesn't remember it right, but that's what trauma can do to us. So here is what I remember from my experience. Uh, When my mother was mad at something, she didn't just get mad. She got angry, like slamming cabinets and doors, stomping off to her room, and even grabbing her keys and leaving the house sometimes. Maybe afterwards she apologized, but I honestly don't remember ever having any kind of talk about what just happened when my mom would explode like that, so I don't feel like I had that experience. Uh, I don't remember any conversations directly related to this, but what I do remember is her saying that when she was growing up, everything in her family was, quote, swept under the rug, and she didn't want things to be like that. So we did have some open communication in our family about things uh, when I was a teen, like drugs, sex, peer pressure, those kinds of things. Things that I, as a perfectionist people pleaser, never would have given the time of day anyway. And perhaps some of my perfectionist people-pleasing came from never wanting to make my mom angry. Because if I did, angry mom came out and she wasn't pleasant to be around. Now, at this point, I need to make it very clear that neither of my parents ever hit me or anything like that. There was one single time when I was trying to show off to my mom this dance move that I was really excited to show her, and when I finally got her attention and did a high kick, my shoe flew right off and hit her. Unfortunately, her response was to throw the shoe right back at me. And again, I don't remember what resulted of this if she apologized or felt bad or anything like that. So I don't have any stored memory of a resolution. I just remember feeling hurt and shame for what I did. Like I did the wrong thing. And even though it was an accident, you know, that's what happened. These emotions are okay to have, by the way we should work to process them, but things like hurt and shame are emotions just like joy and happiness. All are perfectly okay to experience, even if they cause some pain. The point is to move through the process of discharging them so we can return to a happier state. Just a side note as we go through this. Anyway, back to my childhood. So whenever my mother would do something that upset me, perhaps a like the way she was punishing me for something I did and I thought it was unfair. Um, honestly, I can't think of any other reason why my mom would have upset me. I think, but it's because whenever I was upset with her, my dad, who was likely desperate to just keep the peace in the house, I can see that now, he would have me apologize to my mom. So again, if I was mad at something she did, I would have to apologize to her. And even if I, as I say this out loud, I just, I feel like it can't be true. Like, it seems crazy. Like, I'm probably just misremembering how this happened, but I don't think I am. I, I feel this in my bones. And to be honest, this really messed me up. My, between my mother's inability to deal with her own anger or communicate it without yelling or blame when she was upset And being asked to apologize to my mother when I was upset and thus unable to express it without using the only language I knew how to use, I, as an adult now, still have a ton of issues processing my anger or frustration, even my needs. A lot of these experiences molded the people-pleaser in me, and now I do things mostly for other people so they don't get mad, or so I please them. But that ends up pushing my own needs and desires to the side, which ends up in disaster because it's difficult for me to communicate any of this to people who really need to know, like my husband. It's affected my marriage on more times than I can possibly count. Not to mention the physical aspects of storing anger and repressing it. A while back, I read a book called Healing Back Pain by Dr. Sarno. My husband recommended it to me after seeing it in someone's Instagram story. And it's all about how stored anger gets stuck in the back and makes us experience physical pain back there. And it sounded a bit like BS, if I'm being total honest. I didn't really think that this was a thing. But I went through the steps he suggested by making a list of all the things I could possibly be angry about because one of his conjectures is that we might not even realize that we're angry about things. So I made a list. There were 40 things on this list. A lot of them were directed at myself, but nonetheless, doing this, y'all, oh my gosh, my back pain literally disappeared. So I try to be very careful about discharging my anger. He says that we don't actually have to tell the people we're angry with that we're angry. We just have to communicate it out loud. So even if that's just to the wall or the mirror, it doesn't matter. Getting it out actually helps. So when my back pain starts flaring, I think about all the things I could possibly be angry about. And nine times out of 10, that actually helps get rid of it. This is Definitely something I am working on and need to continue working on. Every situation is different, so no matter how many tactics I have in my tool belt, not everyone will work 100% of the time. We may think we've mastered an emotion only to be tested like no other by the universe and inevitably slip back into old behavior. Try to take a breath and remember that you're human and won't be perfect. I'm saying that to you just as much as I'm saying that to myself. Honestly, a lot of my difficulties in expressing my emotions when I'm angry or upset are tied to other things, like not being able to communicate my needs or desires, and I end up more frustrated and angry with myself. So, don't forget that we don't react or make choices in a vacuum. We will make mistakes, and that's okay. We are... All works in progress, and there's no better time to dive into this work than right now. So, my action step for you this week is to maybe journal about how anger shows up in you and how you communicate or process it. Do you judge those angry feelings? Do you feel shame for them? Do you shove them down so that you don't have to feel them anymore? In my experience, none of that works. And this goes for all different types of emotions. I'm focusing on anger because that is one of the things that I have the most trouble on, and I've pinpointed why, so I'm working on it. But pushing them down and pretending like they don't exist or judging them for having them only makes this grow into something bigger, and it doesn't need to do that. So this week, let's be gentle with ourselves, and let's remember that human beings experience a vast range of emotions. That's normal. It's to be expected. And honestly, it's a gift. Being able to feel all of these things gives our lives depth. It helps us see what's truly important to to us. It aids us in being able to set boundaries and show people how we are comfortable with being treated. So these emotions, even though they're bad in the moment and they don't feel great, they can contribute to the betterment of your life overall. So let's get more and more comfortable with our emotions, no matter what they are, as a first step in being able to observe them, communicate them, and then process them through our body so we're not holding on to these negative, stored experiences forever. Sound good? Good. I am right here with you. You know that I am doing this work just as you're doing it. It's not always fun, so let's do it together. If you want to reach out to me, please feel free. I am on Instagram, at Michelle Campmeyer. You can DM me and we can chat. Uh, if you want, I would love for you to hit the follow or subscribe button so you don't ever miss an episode of this podcast. And if you would, send this episode to someone who might need this message too. I would so appreciate that. And I look So forward to talking to you next week.